What is going on? Welcome to the Coach's Corner, a podcast dedicated to helping coaches get more clients, make more money, and book themselves solid. I'm your host, Lucas Rubik's the Coach's Coach, and I am 100% committed to helping you build the coaching business of your dreams. Welcome to the Coach's Corner. Hey, what's going on? It's Lucas from LucasRubix.com and the Coach's Corner, a podcast dedicated to helping coaches get more clients, make more money, book themselves solid, and really build a business and really freedom because that's what we're all after. And if we're talking about mastery and really creating true freedom, we're probably talking to a guy, Stefan, I, I, I stumbled across your stuff like four or five years ago on YouTube and I was like reverse engineering your funnels and like, what's this guy doing? You're doing a lot of affiliate stuff back then, but I remember just being like, this guy freaking knows his stuff and you're the founder of Project Life Mastery. Want to talk about that a little bit? There's such a theme to your mastery stuff, K-Money Mastery, Affiliate Mastery, Affiliate Marketing Mastery, Project Life Mastery, helping people master every area of their lives, including health, fitness, mindset. You've obviously expanded into that. So tell us a little bit about how you got into that space and what it's really all about so we get a gist of who you are and, and what it is you do. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on the podcast. So um, pumped. I- I got into self-development when I was around 17 years old, and it was because I went, had so many different problems, challenges in my life, as most people do that get into self-development. I was shy. I was depressed. I was very insecure, and I would just isolate, my, isolate myself playing video games all day, mm. and um, I discovered self-development. I discovered people like Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy and Jim Rohn and these people that made a big influence on me in my life and made me realize that I could change. I could be anything that I wanted to be if I decided to. And so I went on just this huge journey over the last 14 years now of self-development. And I, one thing I just always valued and looked at was I wanted not just to be that person that is successful financially, but then doesn't have a great relationship. Maybe they you know, have a great relationship, but they don't have their health. They don't have the vibrancy, the vitality. So the concept of life mastery was something that was always really important for me when I got into self-development because – I look at everything working well together and to have that amazing quality of life, you want to have, you know, the, the, the body, the health, the energy, you want to have the mindset, the emotions, the happiness, the joy, the business, the freedom, the finances, the spiritual life, relationship, et cetera. Totally. And so I did a, a lot of online marketing stuff and, and even some coaching we'll talk more about later if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in my early twenties, um, I made incredible transformations in my life. And then when I was like 24, 25 years old, I was making a lot of money online. I was still doing a lot of self-development, but I wasn't really passionate about what I was doing online for my career. I didn't feel like it was aligned with my purpose in life. Right. So that's why I decided to start Project Life Mastery. Uh, I wanted to build a brand and a business online that was a reflection of my values, what was important for me, to help other people and share my journey of life mastery. And I started with YouTube. I started you know, blogging um, you know, and getting ranked in the search engines. I eventually started a podcast as well. And once I was able to build an audience from that, I was able to identify what people wanted, what their challenges were, what their goals were, and find ways to serve them. And the ways that I served them was through affiliate marketing at first by finding other complimentary products or services that I could be an affiliate for. I could share that with my audience. I earned a commission by doing so. I eventually created my own courses, my own programs. And the theme of mastery has always been important for me too, because I feel like we, we, there's so much information out there and we don't really need more information. I think in some cases too much information could be a detriment because right. the information really just has as much value as you 
applying it, sure. taking action with it. And I got caught up in that uh, as well. I call it more the dabbler mentality where mm-hmm. you know what to do, but you're not doing what you know. So mastery was important for me because I wanted to, in my own life, but also help other people go deep, not stay at the surface. I wanted to help them focus and, and actually not just know stuff, but actually live it in their right. lives. Totally. So you've been doing it since you were, what, 17? So I'm guessing probably well over 10 years, 12 years, yeah, 14 so years. I'm 31 to turning 32 right now. So oh, right on. Cool. It's been 14 years. Cool. So I wanted to kind of split this podcast up into two because it's mostly coaches watching this. And I know a lot of them are asking me, like, how can I make passive income in my business? And, you know, I know the basics of the click funnels. I don't really dive into it because that's not what I do. Um, a lot of them are like health, nutrition. So finding products that could serve their audience because they're buying it somewhere else anyway. So I was hoping we could get into that a little bit of maybe you have some tips, ideas on where they could at least start. And, you know, I know there's like drop shipping and there's, there's all this stuff that like is beyond me. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about mastery, just a little bit deeper because I love Robert Greene. I think mastery was one of the first books I remember reading or, uh, yeah, mastery. Yeah. That I was just like really got into Robert Greene. And then I really got into like the, the mastery idea of just getting really good at and putting in the time. Um, and then I wanted to get into a little bit about that. Well, I got some secret questions for you at the end. So let's start with that. Let's start with four coaches just to give them a little bit of value here who want to get a little bit of passive income. Where would they how would they, what would they like, what would they look into first? Or what would you coach someone through if I was a coach, health, nutrition, even a life coach, or even a, at a meditation coach who wanted to start selling uh, pillows and a few meditation incense things and all that kind of stuff? What would they do? Yeah, now, great question. So if you have a coach, if you're a coach right now and you already have some clients, people you work with, you might have a list, you might have subscribers or followers even on social media. I think the goal of any online business owner is to really identify your market, know exactly what their goals are, and also the biggest challenges and frustrations that they're facing, and that our job as entrepreneurs or even affiliate marketers is to solve people's problems at a profit. Totally. So what I like to do is I like to look at my niche and my customer, my demographic, and I look at, okay, what are all the things that are available that I can share with them, that can help them and enhance their life? So for example, if you're doing fitness coaching, you might be doing one-on-one, you know, personal training sessions with your clients or helping them with their diet and nutrition, but I can guarantee there's tons of other complimentary products and services that you could share with your clients or your subscribers that can benefit them massively, make a huge difference. And by you sharing that with them, you can actually earn a commission as an affiliate. So that could be supplements, that could be fitness equipment, that could be fitness journals or even apps or tools online. And what do they yeah. look at? Like drop shipping, Amazon, like where would they, what's the best? I guess they have to look at the the, the, the split or whatever the commissions that are offered. Yeah, right. every, every different type of product will have a different affiliate program, will have a different commission structure. Um, of course, there are physical products that you can promote. I mean, Amazon has their affiliate program called Amazon Associates. So anybody can be an affiliate, promote anything on Amazon, your commission. Amazon doesn't give you a big commission because usually physical products, there's a lot less profit margin, so they can't give as much. Um, but you know, outside of Amazon, you could always go direct to certain companies and they already have their affiliate program already set up. So an example is one, some products I used to be an affiliate for back in the day, some of them I still do. Um, one of them was uh, Fitbit. So I remember when it was kind of new, they had an awesome affiliate program and still do. And so I, I was in the Fitbit, like I love the idea of tracking my steps. That was something that enhanced my life. Right. So I wanted to share that. So I would share that on my social media. I would share that on my blog. I do a YouTube video sharing that. And by sharing it, I'm helping people. I'm adding value. I'm not, you know, we can talk about the mindset of it. I don't believe in 
sharing stuff that suck. You yeah, know, you don't totally. share anything that is not going to actually provide value. Really, the goal is you have to always do things first and foremost to meet the needs of your audience and not just to make money because if you meet their needs, the money will come. So if I can make money, great, but that's always a secondary motive. The primary motive is if I can share an awesome product with my audience that has benefited me, usually if it's helped me, I'm passionate about that. I want to share that with other people. So Fitbit is great. I remember Vitamix blenders. Right. I remember the first time I bought a Vitamix, they're $500 blenders. Yeah. They must- affiliate program. They paid $75 wow. per um, per sale that I refer to them. You're not so doing I, any shipping. No, no, no I'm not doing any of that stuff. Right. And that's the benefit of being an affiliate is that you don't have to handle all that stuff. Totally. Your whole job is just, you have an affiliate link. When people click that link and they go and buy the product, you get a credit for the sale. The company takes care of everything else. They take care of uh, fulfillment, customer support, all of that stuff. Because creating and selling your own products, it's a great way to make money, but it's, it can be challenging. There's a lot of logistics to it that you have to be involved with. And the reality is as a business owner you're not, or a coach, you're not going to create every product and service out there. Totally. So you can just find other things out there that you can share, that, that you can comp, that can complement um, what you're doing. You know, it could be I promote mini trampolines and rebounders because that helps my that. life. I got a, uh, uh, a treadmill desk here from Lifespan and I bought it, enhanced my life. So I shared that. I shared books and resources, things like that, that I could be an affiliate for, earn a commission, it could be digital products, physical products. It's usually one of the two, but it could also be software and online tools. So to, um, to complicate or to ask you a, a, dip, a harder question here, but just full honesty or full truth here is you obviously built a quite a big audience through, you know, the early days of the YouTube, like you, you had an audience to promote your affiliate. So obviously even if with a five or 10% commission, you, you know, I'm sure you do quite well. What about someone who's starting out who's doing like, you know, five, ten clients and they got a bit of an audience on Instagram, 800 followers, you know, no one's probably going to click on that affiliate link anyway with 800 followers unless they're super engaged. What about do you dive into paid advertising and that or do you usually, what's your take on that? Yeah, so I do everything just through organic traffic. Yeah. I've done some paid advertising before too, mm-hmm. but honestly, I'm not the, the best at that. Cool. Um, I really love content marketing. That's the, the biggest thing, I think. One of the most important things you can do to build your brands and to build, um, you know, get traffic and build that relationship with people because I find really the key thing is is that trust and relationship. Right. You know, if you and I are friends and, you know, Lucas, you're, you want to improve your health and I share with you, Lucas, hey, man, there's this awesome product or great supplement or whatever, or I got this great trainer, and I refer that to you, you're probably going to listen to that recommendation and maybe even sign up or work with that because of that trust, because of that relationship. Right. And you can create that through content. Totally. And if people are working with their clients one-on-one, they're doing coaching, you have a deep level of trust with those people. And as long as, like I said, you're trying to refer products or services that can benefit them first and foremost – you can, you can do really well with that. Now, of course, I mean, as an affiliate marketer, um, how much you're going to make is going to be largely dependent on the trust, but also the amount of traffic that you have. So that can definitely make a big difference. If you're promoting lower ticket products like books or maybe even supplements and stuff, you're probably not going to make a high commission from that, especially if you only have five to 10 clients. But in some cases it still might be worthwhile for sure. sure. Um, you know, there's some products, some supplements that I promote, um, uh, a friend of mine's got a great company called Bioptimizers. They have enzymes and probiotics, which I really love. And um, I've referred a lot of people, you know, friends, family, all that, to to buy their products. And I earn a great commission from that. And it's 
uh, a monthly rebuild too. So I've created a passive right. income for as long as they remain buying those products and they don't cancel that subscription. I just continue making that money from it. So there's a lot of things like that. And of course there's higher ticket things too. There's online courses and trainings that you could share uh, with people as an affiliate. In some cases you can earn for a thousand dollars per commission from that. Right. You know, there's some products that I earned $1,700 for sale and I've made a significant amount of my income by promoting products like that. So there, there are obviously it depends on, um, you know, the affiliate programs, um, that are available and, and how big your audience is and, and whatnot. But for me, I just look at it. it, it it's just an, an easy way to add, to increase the value of your customer. And a long-term strategy, the long-term game plan, like don't play the month game because you're going to make 10 bucks the first month, but over the next few years, if you're growing your business, that's going to turn to thousands and, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. So I guess what I get from it is do your research, find the products that would help best serve. We do a lot of client avatar work and like hitting pain points and really trying to figure out what people need. So find those products, find, I guess, online through Amazon or just through different retailers. I'm sure you can actually look up the product itself and then see their affiliate program, probably make the most working through the product affiliate program itself yeah. instead of through a third party Amazon or something. And then basically create some kind of page or if you have that kind of traffic, a page, or if you're not there yet promoting it, you know, single emails or in your sessions, to your clients being like, I think this would really benefit you. You're buying it anyways. Uh, do you have to be upfront? I see a lot of disclaimers all the time on websites, the affiliate program. So I guess different affiliate programs have different rules for where you can share the stuff. Yeah, they do. Um, some affiliate programs might require you to be a customer of theirs first, right. uh, or they might just have certain guidelines. For example, I mean, affiliate marketing can get a bad rep because there's a lot of spammy affiliates out there that just do things that they try to manipulate things or right. I don't know, they just do things that a lot of people don't like or they might kind of compromise through um, running like Facebook ads or Google ads and sure. affect you know that domain or that product um, you know with Google or Facebook. So there are some rules to that. Usually most uh, companies that are big will have an affiliate manager that you can work with. The great thing, a lot of affiliate programs and these managers, they provide a lot of things for you that you can just plug into mm -hmm. your business. So they'll provide like email swipes where you can, they've already gotten pre-written email copy that you just copy and paste and send out to your list. Yeah. Or they might have graphics and banners, things that you could post on your social media. They might have a free ebook that you can edit and you can change the affiliate link to your link. So there's a lot of things they do that, that saves you a lot of time uh, in doing that. Cool. Um, yeah. So as long as you play by the rules and I, I like to, my favorite way though also is I, I like to share things, like I said, that I personally have benefited from and that's how you're going to be able to share those things the most genuine and authentic way. So as a coach, I believe if you're going to be a coach, you have to have some level of mastery of that. And part of mastery is you're constantly learning, growing and improving yourself. And you know, I don't know about you, I'm always buying courses, trainings, technology, things that can help and enhance my life because I want to just be better at what I do. I want to be a better coach. So and I, so I just dropped I, 10K. Yeah, I just dropped 10K for some coaching to learn from people that I want to learn from. Yeah, for sure. So there's totally. tons of affiliate programs for a lot of the stuff that you probably have already bought and benefit from. I mean, I went to a Tony Robbins seminar 10 years ago that changed my life. And I did a blog post of re reviewing it, sharing my experience. They didn't have an affiliate program at the time, but then they reached out to me and said, hey, we have an affiliate program. We want to work cool. with you to promote the seminars and stuff. And I've, I've, I've shared that to hundreds and hundreds of people that have went to a Tony Robbins seminar through my affiliate link. Yeah. And so it's, it's a really an amazing thing. And for me, it's just always a no-brainer for any business because there's already – you just yeah. plug in pretty, pretty easily. 
I love that. Coming full circle, you just mentioned that mastery. You've helped a lot of people do this. You've helped a lot of students. I'm sure you get a lot of students enrolled. I don't know if you do any live type of coaching or group coaching, but I'm sure you have maybe in the past. And and I go through this as well. Is I'll have 20 students sign up. Five of them see amazing results. They all get the same information. Five of them see amazing results. Ten of them get mediocre. And five say this is the worst thing ever and I want my money back. They've all got the same information. So mastery, obviously, and mindset plays a big role in it. I'm sure you agree with that. Um, so how important would you say when you're working with a business owner who's going through self-doubt, who's just starting this thing, who maybe still has a job and they're not in that mindset yet? Um, you got, I guess, steps or rules or a type of guidebook or is it literally just pick yourself up and keep doing it and keep getting better and keep growing? How would you coach someone who's just like, they got the passion, they got the thing, they got that like, I'm ready to do this, but they keep, they're just on that fine line. Yeah, you know, I, I look at mindset as almost like a muscle that you build. Like just like how you go to the gym, you work out your body, it gets stronger, it gets better over time. Same thing with your mindset. So my my favorite way and what I've done to cultivate my mindset over the years has been having rituals and specifically morning rituals. So before I even check my email, social media, or even start work for the day, I spend the first hour of the day just focused on me so that I can be the best possible person of myself so that I can prioritize my own personal growth and that relationship that I have with myself before before I go and try to serve the world and help others or build my business. So I always do something every day for one thing at least for my, my body, one thing for my mind, one thing for my spirit. Usually it's a lot more than that. But a lot of things I do for my health, I think that helps your mindset. It's going to help your energy. It's going to help your passion, your motivation. But in terms of the mind, you know, I love reading books because – when you're reading books, you might read stories or examples or certain things that you're cultivating your beliefs or taking on a different mindset from the author. Uh, I also do affirmations where I actually have these cards where I've written out motivational quotes or, or empowering phrases that I'll say out loud again and again and again because oftentimes a lot of these limiting beliefs that we have and these stories is because we've said these negative things to ourselves over and over and over and over again that we start to believe it or we've had other people in our lives, our parents or teachers or whatever it is, we've taken on their beliefs based on what they've said. So I, I like to um, think about what are the beliefs, the mindset that I need and what do I need to believe to, to really own that and I'll say that every day, affirmations. Um, listen to podcasts, also a great example too because you're getting a glimpse of other people's mindset and you're taking that on for yourself. So I, I think those rituals are really important. Uh, if you do that over and over and over and over again, um, you know, it can, it'll, it'll shift your mindset for sure. Then of course, you know, yeah, you have to go through it. Um, in a lot of cases you have to proactively try to, you know, have that positive mindset. And when things go wrong or you're not seeing results fast enough, you have to, you know, you have to reframe things constantly. You always have to find the good in things. You always have to find the benefit, the purpose, in that. And I think that's just a constant journey that you go through. It's so easy to say because sometimes I find myself preaching it. I go through my difficult times too, but I have someone just starting and I'm like, hey, just like momentum. Like it's easy to say. What would you say was the biggest, if you want to share one or two of the biggest obstacles in you building your business? I'm sure you faced some things that were just like, I don't know if I can recover from this. Um, you mind sharing one or two? Yeah. To yeah, make you a sure. real human being so people understand that you weren't just given I'll, all this? I'll go through two, two different examples. Uh, one mindset, one an event that occurred. Mindset-wise, I was just always lazy. I mean, I just would not be that person that would take any action whatsoever. I was kind of like the keyboard jockey that would just learn all the content, all the information. I'd spend time on all the message boards and all this. I knew everything, but I wasn't doing anything with it. And I, I actually always say there's three levels of mastery. There's knowing, there's doing, and then there's living. 
And knowing is a lot of people, they get caught up in they thinking that I already know that. So mm-hmm. they, they close themselves off from learning. But I believe you're not, you don't really know something unless you're doing it or living it. Mm-hmm. And living it is when you're doing it consistently in your life. Because you can do something once in a while, but you're not a master if you just go to the gym, you know, once a year, right? You've got to consistently, if you're living it, that's how you're really in that zone of mastery. So for me, laziness was huge. Um, procrastination, uh, I just... That was, that was some of the biggest obstacles that I had to overcome with the mindset. And that's why self-development has been so valuable to me to really cultivate the mindset of being an action taker, to being motivated, to being driven, to being hungry. And then on the event side, when I was first building my business, you know, I, I was also in the mindset of dabbling a lot where I was just looking for short-term gratification. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get rich quick. I didn't, I didn't want to build a relationship with people. I didn't want to build a brand. I didn't want to, I was just looking for the path of least resistance. You know, and if I didn't see results fast enough, if I didn't make money in 30 days, I was already moving on to the next thing. I had shiny object syndrome and everything. And I wasn't getting past those plateaus that only a master can really get through. If you're a dabbler, you're just going to, you love the newness and excitement of things. But as soon as that wears off, you're going to look for the next thing, right? And mastery requires you going really deep with it. But I remember I had one event, I was trying to make money online in different ways and I making a little bit of money here and there, but it was just never sustainable. Like I was, doing SEO. I was creating these little blogs promoting certain products, like promoting a blender. And it was just this thin little, like the content was okay. Like it wasn't as good as it could be. I was getting a kind of spammy backlinks from different softwares and stuff. And it worked for the time, but it wasn't sustainable long-term because Google changed their algorithm and they released different updates and all my traffic dropped. And I was like, depending on that income and I hit rock bottom and I had to find new ways of making money online. So I think the mindset that I have now is I'm always after the long-term approach. I'm willing to delay gratification and, and to build that relationship because I'm always focused on long-term what that, that can mean for me. And I, I just try not to get caught up on the ups and downs along the way. I think if you do things the right way long-term, you avoid a lot of the, those issues that come up. I try to, that's one of my little mantras that was shared with me about a year ago, but Tony Robbins quote is my favorite quote of uh, people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. And it's so true. Like I, I've just seen that growth in my business and then I just see people who are like three months into something and they're just like, I can't get them. Just give it a year, two years, five years, like you'll get there. Um, one last tough question before I share some links and, and so people can find you and ask you questions or just see what you do. Um, what area of your life, if any, are you trying to master? I'm sure you're mastering many because you're into mastery, but what area of life are you focusing on the most right now to master? You know, for me right now, it's, it's still my business, but it's more the time component of it because, um, I built a business. I've got nine different people on my team right now, but I'm not a great manager. And so for me right now, there's just so many things that I want to do. And I travel a lot and all these different goals and things that I have going on. So for me, my biggest challenge has been hiring and building that team and building that culture. And that's kind of the transition that I've had to make from being more of like an internet marketer to an actual business Mm -hmm. owner. So for me, that's been more of a challenge. And that's been something I've been diving a lot deeper in, reading a lot of books on it. And oftentimes, of course, when you hire people, sometimes it doesn't work out. You have to go through that to learn, right? Mm -hmm. You have to bad hires or make some costly mistakes. So that's been a, a big priority for me right now um, because at first, you know, your business is largely based around you, you know, and for me it is still, but eventually I want to get my point to my business to a point where I can remove myself from it. And I built a brand where I can have other coaches. It's not just all, always uh, revolving around me, but I've got other coaches that can be under my brand, Project Life Mastery, that have other 
their content and their courses and training. So that, that's my biggest goal long-term and that's just going to be a, a continual process. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's finding ways to leverage systematize, systematize and automate. That's one thing I'm always obsessed with. seems like a reoccurring every year, every two years. I'm just like, okay, time to like figure it out. You're always figuring out the next thing. You're never like content or at least people like us just seem like they're never, it's always the next thing. And, and business owners, we oftentimes we're afraid of giving up that control. You know, you might have to believe no one else can do yeah. this as well as you can do it. And, um, you know, that's all, you know, that's a mindset piece, right? So I've been working on that myself and, and learning to let go some of that control and, uh, so that I can scale and leverage a lot more. So cool. So much value, dude. If people want to find you, where's the best place to find you? Yeah. Go to my website, projectlifemastery.com. Um, you can find my blog there. You can find my YouTube channel and also my podcast. Uh, you got, uh, if you want to share, but I just remember reading a story is, uh, or watching a YouTube video, maybe this was like a year ago, but your girlfriend got into some affiliate stuff and she grew her affiliate business quite quickly selling, if I remember right, it was a fitness, probably a wrap or something along those lines. Am I off? So or? She's actually not an affiliate for That's actually her own product. Oh, right so on. she calls on Amazon waist trainers cool. uh, for women and um, different body garments. Cool. So she started, um, I mean, she's, she does affiliate marketing as well, but she's got a YouTube channel and she uh, sells on Amazon and from her own website too. Cool. And how many, uh, do you do any one-on-one coaching or is it mostly just products right now? Or do you have, I know you do some group stuff. I think you're moving somewhere. A lot of changes are happening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I've done a lot of one-on-one coaching, but I found at different times I didn't always want to do that. I, cause I do travel a lot and I like to take breaks from that too. So I transitioned my business model more to having online courses and trainings. Mm-hmm. Um, I do do, um, a once a month live live stream. It's like a live group coaching. Um, I have one called the Life Mastery Accelerator and one called the Online Business Mastery Accelerator. So usually what I do is once a month I teach a certain topic going deep on a certain area of your life to, to help master it. And I share a lot on that and then I do a lot of Q&A for that too. I still do some coaching but usually now you know, as, as I've built my personal brand and that's one of the benefits of building your brand and your content is I've been able to charge a lot more money. Yeah. So a lot of my clients now, they're usually people because my price points are a lot higher. They're usually people that already have an established business, um, that have the money to invest in consulting or coaching services. And I do some events too. I do some high ticket mastermind events. Cool. So cool. Thanks so much. Dude. They can find all that at projectlifemastery.com. Yes. Thanks so much, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. What is going on? Welcome to the Coach's Corner, a podcast dedicated to helping coaches get more clients, make more money, and book themselves solid. I'm your host, Lucas Rubik's, the Coach's Coach, and I am 100% committed to helping you build the coaching business of your dreams. Welcome to the Coach's Corner.